Hello and welcome to the first podcast for NRL Chat. Uh, I am the Bog and uh, with me today I have the Pest. Good morning, Pest. How you going, Bog? What's going on? Oh, mate, I am just itching to get footy back on the TV. It's been a long off-season. Uh, how are you feeling about things? It's been a weird off-season, I reckon. Normally by now we've had at least one or two uh, off-field incidences. Obviously early on we had the... We had Holmes and his little incident, but it's been actually pretty quiet yeah, since then. it's the bag of washing powder. Yeah, and you had Munster's wedding in there and nothing seemed to come out of it. So, yeah, it's been an f- interesting off-season. Yes, Munster looking for a last-minute DJ, apparently. Uh, we have had a bit of news in the last couple of days. Uh, David Nofaluma uh, apparently being shown the door from the Tigers. Uh, you were a Tigers boy from way back. Um, before they were even the West, back when they were Balmain. What, how do you read into this? As a Tigers fan, what do you think of this whole situation with David Nofaluma? Well, you know what's actually funny, and I've heard a couple of people talk about it, but a lot of people forgot. They were actually teammates towards the end of Benji's NRL career when he came back to the Tigers. Um so Benji obviously knows David. He know he'd know how he trains, he'd know how he how he plays, obviously. Um, so I'm sort of back in Benji here. I, I saw there was, he turned up late to training. Yeah, bit of gastro, a few things like that. So, yeah, no, I'm back in Benji here. Yeah, there seemed to be a bit of uh, smoke with the whole fitness thing. They said, oh, you've come back a bit out of shape. Um, we're going to put you on to um, the fat camp, basically. Um, but I, I like it. I, I think Benji's trying to drive some standards into the club. I think he's saying the buck stops here. Um, and if David Nofaluma pays the price, I think long-term it could have some really good outcomes for the Tigers. So it's, I, I like to see it. Uh, today we're going to get into a preview of all the NRL clubs coming into 2024. Um, we're going to take it... Um, We're going to go team by team. We're going to interchange about who's taking the lead. We're going to start off with the Pest. He's going to have a look at the Dragons for us and look at who they have lost and who they've gained. All right. So with the Dragons, obviously the main game they seem to have had is Kyle Flanagan. Um, Maybe a little bit of sign of nepotism there. Um, So they have signed Corey Allen too. He's got injured. Uh, and they just signed Jesse Marshkey from the Bears. They've obviously lost Jaden Sullivan, is one a big one for the Tigers. Um, Tyrell Fumiano, they've left him let let him go. Billy Burns, let him go. Um, it's all the Dragons is all going to be how do they react to Shane Flanagan? Yeah. They've, they've got a very similar lineup to last year. Um, Flano's talking a big game. And obviously the man who's going to be under the most pressure is, is Kyle Flanagan. Definitely. So where, where do they play him? Well, they're going to play him in the halves. And I, I just saw an article recently and he's saying, oh, Ben Hunt's going to be able to run, just do his own race. Kyle be the organizer. But is, is that what the Dragons really need? Like Ben Hunt's experienced Australia, Queensland rep, 33 years old. Like, I want him to be my organiser. I don't yeah. want Kyle Flanagan to be my organiser. And, and Flanagan had some success in the nine jersey at the Bulldogs, both in New South Wales Cup and the NRL. Is there any, do you think there'll be any temptation to slot him in at nine, even for half a game or 20 minutes? Yeah, but who are you going to put at six? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They've lost. Uh, they, had, they just signed Volkman and he's done his shoulder. So they've. They've unregistered that contract. I don't really see anyone else playing the halves. They talk about Jack Bird, but Flano wants him to play in the centres. So, yeah. Uh, So how do you see things going for the Dragons this year? You said it's pretty much the same. Yeah, I think bottom four. I still think bottom four. Yeah. Um, But you never know. Dragons fans don't give up hope because you got Flano there. So, yeah, see how we go. Not to take away, they've also lost Dane Laurie, Brendan Wakem, Tommy Talao, Sean Bloor. So there's a fair bit of loss there. Um, with the ads, you can see that Benji's tried to um, kind of have his touch on the club, um, bringing back Aiden Caesar from England. Uh, Jaden Sullivan from the Dragons, I think, is a good pickup. 
They've just grabbed Justin Olam, um, which will add a bit of starch to their defense, which I think they really need. Um, and then they've got the Finu boys from Manly as well. Um, much like the Dragons, it's, it's going to come down to how they respond to their new coach. Uh, Benji's, you know, unproven at this level. Uh, and so do you think, uh, do you think they'll be, they've obviously had two wooden spoons in a row. Do you think they're favorites again for the wooden spoon or? Look, I'll, I'll, I have the dragons. I'll, we'll get to that a bit later on, but I think the dragons are more of a chance of the spoon. Um, I think the tigers have made some movements to kind of look towards the future. Um, they've got some exciting players there. Um, I really like to see um, how Aiden Caesar, Jaden Sullivan fight it out for that uh, second halves position. Um, and Doreen Buller, what a player. He had a sensational debut um, in 2023. And the one that we're forgetting is Adam Dewey. Um, mm. He was great for them in 2022. And last year, he just couldn't get going. A couple of injuries held him back. Um, he moved around to different positions. Uh, but if he can stay healthy, he goes a long way to helping Tigers uh, push. I don't see them getting to the top eight, mm. but I see them probably around that uh, 12 to 15 position. Well, one, one thing with the Tigers is it's nearly an audition for next year, as in who's going to partner in the halves with Luai. Yeah. So C's is quite getting on but he's still got a couple years in him you got Jaden Sullivan there and then you got the young Farnu brothers um so it's a bit of a wait and see because uh, there's a lot of guys there like Jaden Sullivan's got a lot of potential but he's gonna have to stand up and say yep this is my jersey yeah I, I do you kind of see like is Benji targeting Jaden Sullivan for that uh maybe that six and Luai going into the seven yeah, I, th I think at this stage, but then you've also got Farnu and yeah, there's a couple other young blokes there. So who knows at this stage? All right. Uh, Pest, over to you. You're going to have a chat about the doggies. Oh, the doggies. Haven't they made some noise this off season? Um, a lot of, lot of memes, a lot of jokes about how many number 14s can you sign? Um, so obviously their big name signing would be Stephen Crichton. Uh, big question mark whether he'll be playing fullback or in the centres. Uh, in my own opinion, I actually think he's the best centre in the game. Um, I'd play him in the centres, which would mean Blake Taff, who's another signing from Rabdos, he, he'd probably be played fullback. They've also signed uh, Jamin Salmon, Josh Curran, Drew Hutchinson, Kurt Mann, Jake Turpin. Um, and the, the real interesting signing is uh, Bronson Cherry. Obviously, he was out for four years with, um, I think it was with steroids, wasn't it? Uh, the peptides. Peptides. So he's come back. Um, he's he's looking fit. I don't know if he ever needed the peptides or the steroids because I've got him on social media. He's looking very fit. Helen's a fan. Helen is a fan. Um, obviously, I think they'll actually miss Jake Avarillo. He, he sort of had a bit of X factor and he's gone to the Dolphins. He had a great year. Yeah. So, look. I, I think the doggies will be better than last year. Um, whether, whether I don't think they're ready for the top eight. I still think their halves, um, there's still a question mark on their halves. I don't know if Burton is a six. Um, like, yeah, anyway, it will be very interesting. I think you know, Sexton's going to play seven. Yeah, it? you know who didn't really kick on as much? Like, I know he's young. They paid a lot of money for Carl Oluwapu, mm. and it didn't seem like they gave him much of a crack. Well, I think he's 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 come back from a neck injury. Yeah. So he had, I think he had neck surgery. So I I don't think he's going to be right till towards the middle end part of the year anyway. Uh, but yeah, he's a big body, young bloke. I think you end up in the forwards for sure. Yeah. The one thing I I question about the doggies is. Um, is their forward pack. They've lost Luke Thompson. They've lost Tavita Pangai. Um, they've only really signed Josh Curran to cover that. Um, and if you look at those doggies teams of yesteryear that were successful, they were they were bashed teams. They 
got over the advantage line. They beat other teams in in yardage through the forwards. So that's my big thing with the doggies is can they match it? They got excellent strike power out wide. They got Jacob Carraz um, along with Crichton. Um, yeah, yeah, funny you say that because uh, my breakout player a little bit later he may be a dog's middle forward, but. Um... No, I'm not going to mention any bit of, names. Bit of foreshadowing there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So next we have Bog, and you are doing a bit of a Titans. Yeah, the, the Titans have kept their squad reasonably the same. Uh, so they've lost Cruz Leeming. He lasted less than a season. Um, came over to play hooker. Um, didn't really light the world on fire. Um, he's the, really the only main loss for them. And they've signed Keenan Palacia, the talented back row from the Broncos. And Harley Smith Shields, the exciting outside back from the Canberra Raiders. Um, so the again, the big change for them is at, at the coaching position with Desi Hasler coming in. Um, Old Desi, what do you? How do you reckon he'll go? Look, I'm sure he's letting them know about it in preseason. Um, my concern is that it usually takes Desi a little bit of time to kind of build up that rapport. Mm. Uh, it's a, going to be very, very different going from uh, Justin Holbrook to mm. Desi. So it's it's going to be a matter of how quickly those Titans players uh, warm up to Des. Uh, I, I, I've got a question for you. He's came out and he said that he's going to play Brimson at centre yeah. and young uh, Mr. Campbell, he's going to fullback. So how how do you see that? Yeah, it's tough because you, you, you're trying to fill really four players into three positions. Um, we know he's, well, even the seven jersey. Is Tanner Boyd going to hold that seven jersey? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think with Brimson, he he obviously got injured uh, quite a bit. He had a few hamstring issues last year. So I don't know if Desi's like, obviously center's known as having the least, like not as much work rate as fullback. So it'll be very interesting to see. I think that's got something to do with it. He wants to keep his best players on the paddock. And the other thing is Brimson's quite... Uh, quite a utility. He can play more than one position. Whereas you look at Campbell, he's probably about 70 kilo. You can't really play him anywhere else but fullback. Yeah. He'd struggle in that front line, wouldn't he? He'd be great at five eight with the ball, but as you said, defensively, it'd be just very hard. They'd be getting quick play the balls all the time. Yeah, he'd be a big target in defense. Um so and, and the other big question with them is we keep hearing about David Fafita has these options in his favor. If Desi's kind of cracking the whip and he's pushing Dave and, you know, Dave isn't responding to that, does he start looking for an early exit? Does he not take up his option? So the, the Titans have got a pretty big year ahead um, because if they if David Fafita decides that he's going to go on the market and not take up his option, um, that's huge for them. Uh, so interesting year coming up for the Titans. Uh, Pest, the Dolphins. Yeah. What's doing? Dolphins, not too many signings because obviously they only came into the cop last year. So they obviously signed a lot of players for more than one year. They've got big Herbie Farmworth and Thomas Flegler from the Broncos. They're their two main signs. I think Herbie is a great signing. Yeah, well, I think Flegler is too. He's his origin player. Um, and I like uh, Jake Avarello from the Bulldogs. I mentioned him earlier. He's got a bit of pace. Obviously, they let go of Branko Lee, so there was a centre spot there. Um, and actually, you haven't mentioned Oren Keeley from the Knights. He, he's got big raps coming out of Newcastle. Yeah, right. He's, um, I think it's Wayne's last year in charge, mm. is it? Of, of of the Dolphins, so it'll be it'll be very interesting to see just how they go. They obviously surprised uh, nearly everyone. They were, last year they were nearly favourites for the spoon, and they they just seemed to ha- uh, like obviously tough it out. They were unlucky with injuries. Uh, what's his name? Who's the seven? He got injured. Sullivan, Sean Sean Sullivan. He was a great player. Uh, I thought they were a lot better when he was on the field. You know, the one I'm very interested to see how he goes is Milf. 
the MILF. Yeah, there's, there's rumors they've been shopping him overseas. Yeah, I, well, the, all the talk was he's going to the old Lee Leopards. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was probably a good option for MILF. He yeah. hasn't, he hasn't uh, obviously hit the heights he did early in his career. Um, so I don't think he'll be starting. I think he'll start in Q Cup probably. But if he does get a chance, he's nearly on last chance saloon as if he wants to continue in the NRL. So, yeah, MILF will be very – I'll be watching MILF quite closely. Very enigmatic, the MILF. He, he had a great end to uh, 2022 at the Knights and it looked like he was coming into the Dolphins with a bit of momentum, but he just didn't reach those heights, did he? The thing is, there's always been a question mark over his fitness. Yeah. And, like, he's easy, easy five kilo overweight, I think. And what makes him good is when he's elusive – um you know his running game and when he when he's a little bit overweight he's not fit enough to do those those little things all right mr bog enough about the dolphins i want to hear just what you think about tommy turbo's manly another team with massive turnover we i mentioned luke brooks before so he goes to manly um hopefully to support uh daily cherry evans a fair bit uh tommy talao as well um they also add Corey Waddell and Jackson Paulo, a um, bit of excitement out wide. Uh, their losses, they do lose the Finu brothers. Uh, Kelma Tuolangi is off to Parramatta. Morgan Harper as well. Uh, young K.O. Weeks, Sean Kepi and Morgan Boyle are also gone. So there's a fair bit of turnover again. Um, look, Manly, first year with Seabold. Um, I think they could be pretty disappointed. I know Tommy missed a fair bit of the season, but... Um, I think there was more their effort and a few of those games would have been disappointing for their fans. Um, the big question for them, how does Luke, Brock, Luke Brooks work with DCE? Um, can DCE run the show and it frees Luke Brooks up to just play his natural game? Um, it, I, I think with Brooks, he, he was a, he's a past Dally M5-8 of the year and a lot of people forget Benji was running the show at the Tigers at the time. He was the seven. He was the organiser. He sort of let Brooks float along. So all the signs there are for Brooks to have a really good year. The only thing I'm going to say is last year he seemed to have a few soft tissue injuries, hamstrings, calf muscles, and he's he loves to run. Um, but he's getting a little bit older Okay, this is when the halves normally slow down a bit. You look at like a Sean Johnson, they're more sort of the organiser. But Brooks is going to Manly to be the opposite. He's going to sort of um, be a runner, be the X factor. So it'll be very interesting how he goes. Yes. Yeah, so, well, Brooks, Brooks is uh, uh, 30 this year. Cherry Evans has turned 35. So I think Seabold's said this is it, uh, our window. Um, if we're going to do anything, we need to do it in the next two years. Um, look, who? What's think, what's the name of the bloke who was five A and he's he's gone out? Josh Schuster. Schuster. So he's obviously on big money. They've reported eight hundred k. He's been he was in the back row. They moved him to six. Now they're moving him back to the back row. It, 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 he'll be one to watch whether his attitude drops. Like he's 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 going to have to be at work a lot harder in the back row if he wants to keep his spot. That's the big thing is his attitude. I think if he does go there with a positive attitude on that left edge, he is so dangerous. It just adds another um, string to Manly's bow. Mm. Um, he reminds got, me of like a Brad Takarangi, like one of those players who's gone to offload. You don't exactly know what he's going to do. See, I think I think he could have a Wade Graham-like career mm. um, on that left edge where he's got it all. He's got the flick pass. He's got the run. Um, he's got the kick if he needs it. Um, and you get like, look at the success that Wade Graham has had. Um, it's just a matter of does Josh Schuster approach that with a positive attitude and want to play back row? Yeah. Um, or is he going to start creating noise, which we have seen in the past? Yeah. Um, is he going to create noise and start looking for an exit because he wants to play six somewhere? Um, all right, that's it for Manly. The pest, we're on to the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys actually been pretty quiet in the recruitment market. They've got uh, Vili Amy Valia from the Warriors and Thomas McKayley from the Wolves. They obviously lost Hiku, Hampton, Mitch Dunn, uh, Brendan Elliott, 
um, James Tamu retired. Um, one of the interesting things, well, the interesting signings, I think, will be that they actually signed James Maloney as the attack coach. I was listening to him speak the other day and he was talking about trying to bring what was what's the halfback's name again townsend he's he knows townsend's a bit getting a little bit older but he used to play with him obviously at cronulla so he's looking forward to working with him um and also the six there young blonde bloke what's his name again tommy did tommy did it tommy did it obviously sorry tommy did played origin good player um, so yeah, he's, I think he'll go to another level with James Maloney. The best thing with Maloney is I, what I used to admire about him was he'd have that goldfish memory. There's that famous grand final where he throws the intercept, but he, it's like he, it, it didn't matter. He, he, he just so if Tommy Dearden can, uh, embrace that attitude a little bit, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how they go. Yeah. And. Chad Townsend, 33 this year. Um, that's We're seeing more and more that halves are really hitting their peak around 32, 33. So he's not at the end of his road by any means. Um, well, the, and the other thing is they're all he's kept the squad basically the same. Obviously, mm. the year before they made the finals, they looked really good. He's got faith in his squad, but I think this will be the year. So if if... There's not success this year. He'll be under pressure, and blokes like Townsend and that they'll be under a lot of pressure. Tell you what, they've got some very good back rowers up there at North Queensland. You think Helium Lukey, mm. Jeremiah Nenai, mm-hmm. Jason Tamalolo is basically going to play in the forward, in the front row because they've got this young bloke Kulakefu Finifuiaki, mm-hmm. who is just banging the door down. There's teams banging on his door. Um, and they've got to do everything they can to keep him. Yeah, well, they had a few injuries last year and unsettled start with the World Cup. So it'll be, um, yeah, I, I actually think they'll make the eight. All right, so, Bog, you are doing the Eels. Yeah, uh, another team that was a bit disappointing last year, uh, finished just outside the eight. Uh, they've lost Josh Hodgson, um, who had a tough year with injury last year. Uh, Andrew Davies retired, uh, injury cause, I believe. Uh, Wonga Blake and Jack Murchie have also left. They've add, added Kelma Tuolungi and Morgan Harper, both from Manly. Um, look, the, the Eels have got some fantastic depth in their back row. They've got Ryan Madison, they've got Sean Lane, and Jermaine Hopgood was outstanding last year. Um, the big question is their halves. Um, Mitchell Moses really dropped off last year. Um, you know, you know who halves, halves, yes, but also Gutho. Gutho yeah. was under a bit of pressure last year at fullback. Um, I saw something on social media the other day. Him and Moses doing a, a sprint, but Moses had the ball in his hand. Looked like Moses won, and he was copping a lot of stick on social media. Poor old Gutho. Um, He's obviously getting older too. Whether and there was obviously rumours last year that they're looking at moving into centre, weren't they? And they're potentially signing someone like a Campbell. So he's going to be under pressure too. So the King Gutho. So yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how they go. Do you yeah. think they'll make the eight? That I've got them right on that edge. Um, yeah, there there were those questions about Gutherson popped up last year. Um, does he have that strike factor for that number one jersey? Uh, he definitely wouldn't let the team down in the centres. Um, it's just a matter, do they have someone uh, with more attacking upside to put into that number one jersey? Um, and the big question, again, is uh, the nine jersey. Uh, Brendan Hands and um, Young Lussick yeah. are going to be fighting it out for that nine jersey. And I think Brad Arthur has come out and said that he wants an 80-minute hooker. So Saw that, yeah. That's... Um, that's yeah. going to be interesting to see who gets that spot. Um, all right, Pest, onto the Rabbits. Uh, the old Rabbits. Uh, rabbits, they're off to Vegas, actually. So that'll be a good trip. We haven't mentioned Vegas. Obviously, last year they came ninth. There was a lot of noise about the Rabbits. There's a lot of noise about Latrell. He missed most of the year with a calf injury. 
Um, as far as gains and losses, they don't actually have too many gains, but obviously the big one is Jack White. Mm. Um, so it'd be very interesting that the, the early talk was he was going to play centre. Um, but if they start poorly, there's a good chance that they will have, they might even think about putting him in the halves with Walker. Um, so it's all going to be depending on how they start the season. Uh, yeah, because I'd, I'd, I'd be a bit upset with that to see that. With um, I, I think Ilias has had a lot, lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, and I think he, he's been pretty solid. Well, the, the thing is, there's not many good young halves in the game. I know we've talked about it before. He's only going to get better, but it's it's whether you can keep him in your side. Yeah, he's going to be great in five years. I agree, but the Rabbitohs premiership window is only going to be the next couple of years because you look Walker's mid thirties, mm. Whiten's is the other side of thirty, um, Latrell at fullbacks getting soft tissue injuries already, so his his primes these next couple of years. The big thing I reckon will be interesting. One is with Latrell obviously, and also how he deals with the origin period. Because last year, obviously, he was looking really good until the origin period, done his calf. Whether whether he says, again, all right, no more origin, um, I want to focus on the Rabbitohs in the premiership. So, yeah, obviously, Whiten will be a big name to watch. Um, as I said before, they missed the semifinals last year, and that's that's not really good enough. If that happens again, I think Demetrio will be in a lot of under a lot of pressure. Um, there was all that drama with Burgess the end of last year, and Burgess didn't like the way Demetrio was treating the stars. It looked like they were getting preferential treatment. So, if they have a poor year this year, I th- I think Demetrio probably on the way out. Thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there, there is a lot of expectation with this Rabdos squad. Mm. Um, they haven't really reached those heights. Mm. Um, and yeah. All right. The other uh, question, yeah. Alex Johnson, mm. currently on 187 tries. He's 25 behind the great Kernet, Ken Irvine. Mm. He's got two years left at the Rabbits. Is it just a matter of when he breaks that record? Yeah, well... Injuries pending. I think he's obviously got a mortgage on that left wing spot. Um, I obviously I love watching the outside backs. He's he, the way he finishes tries outstanding. I do think he's u- losing a yard. He used to be one of the fastest wingers in the comp. He's, he's not the biggest winger, so he obviously relies on his speed. But for as long as Walker's Walker's going to make anyone look good on that left wing. Let's be honest. And Johnston is a great player. All right, next uh, team, Bog, we've got the Sharks. Yeah, and, and the Sharks made a bit of noise recently with their big signing for 2025. He's not going to help them this year, but um, Adam Fanua Blake coming to the Shire yeah, great next sign. year, um, which would be huge for them. I did see uh, that the Warriors are talking uh, to Braden Hamlin Ueli about oh, yeah. heading back the other way. So, yeah. Um, but for 2024, we're looking at uh, the Sharks have lost Wade Graham, Matty Moylan, uh, both to retirement, and one of the Bulldogs' utilities, Connor Tracy. Um, the only real gain for them is Billy Burns coming over from the Dragons. Um, yeah. So much the same uh, squad. Uh, mm-hmm. Matty Moylan missed out a fair bit of uh, 2023. Um I can't remember who jumped him in that six jersey. Trindle. Yeah, Trindle. Yeah, Brad Trindle. Trindle. And, and he'll be he'll be in the six again this year. Yeah. So um a, a big test for Fitzgibbon. He kind of first year um really ticked some boxes. Um, yeah. but they really fell away at the end of the season. So um it'll be a big test to see how he bounces back from that. Um I see them in the eight. I think their squad's too good. They've got too much strike power. Um, I, I think they're looking red hot um, early in the year. The thing that really derailed their season was obviously Nico Hines and the origin drama. I think um, him coming off the bench, obviously missing that tackle, 
which wasn't his far. I blame the whole team for that. But that obviously rocked his confidence. And He was a different player after that, wasn't he? Yeah, at least for a while. And I think that really impacted. They sort of, he sort of, he's sort of the, like the gauge of their team. When he's on, they're on. When he's slightly off, they're slightly off. And yeah, I think a lot of their, their year will depend on Big Nico in the seven. Yeah. I'm interested to see Cade Dykes come back from injury. He missed most of the last year with an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think they've got one of the best wingers in the comp, Ronaldo Mulatalo. Yeah. Um, helps them out of their danger end so well. He's a great finisher as well. Most of the time, he's a great finisher. Cost me a same game multi last year when he dropped it over the line. Mm. Uh, but we'll forgive you for that, Ronaldo. Um, so, yeah, I see the Sharks finishing inside the eight. Uh, Pest, uh, talk to us about the Raiders. Well, the Raiders obviously snuck into the finals last year in eighth place and gave us maybe the game of of the final series when they went down to Newcastle 30 points to 28. Um, they obviously lost their big dog, Whiten. Uh, Jared, Jared Croker's retired. Uh, Matt Frawley. Good to see him get his 300. Yeah, he's a legend. Um, Matt Frawley's gone to England. They haven't really signed anyone. They got KO Weeks from Eagles, Sasagi from the Knights. I don't know much about him. Was he? Uh, uh, Senna. Senna. Um, Morgan Smithies from Wigan. And then Zach Hosking from the Panthers. He's a good depth signing for that back row, Hosking. Yeah, I saw he, apparently he begged. He was begging the Panthers to release him. So I think he's going to raise on a three-year deal. He's obviously after a starting, starting yeah. jersey. I... Oh, it's hard. A Ricky Stewart team, the underdog, they've always, they've never seemed to have like a big name roster um, as in, in the last 10 years or so. I I actually think they'll be going backwards. I don't, I see them dropping out of the eight. Um, but but do, you, do you underestimate Ricky Stewart? That's the thing. Look, Whiten's a big loss. Mm. Um and whether it is that young KO Weeks that goes into the six jersey, um, they obviously got Fogarty in the seven. Mm. Um, yeah, um, a lot plays on that. Um, young Xavier Savage um, back in the one jersey. I think Sebastian Chris did a great job last year, but uh, they need him in the centres. His yeah. defence, um, it was noticeable when he wasn't there. Um, look, I see them the same as you. I think they're... They're going to be one of those four teams that are battling it out for the uh, two finals positions, I feel. Yep. All right. Next one we have, Bog, is the Roosters. Ah, yes. The cashed-up Roosters splurging for young Dom Young, um, the scintillating winger from Newcastle, and Spencer Lenu um, is another massive game from the Panthers. Uh, they've had to lose Fletcher Baker, Jackson Paulo, Jake Turpin, Corey Allen, Nathan Brown, Paul Momorowski, and Drew Hutchison. So they have had a fair bit of turnover, um, but they've added some real quality. Mm. Um, How do you think they'll go? Look, I, they copped a fair bit of flack last year for a team that finished in, I think it was sixth position. Yeah. Um, Said they were underperforming. Obviously, they finished very well. Finished um, seventh, seventh last year. Yeah, they finished well and snuck in. Um, and there was a lot of pressure on Teddy last year. Mm. Um, unfair, I think. Yeah, I think unfair. I, I, I think um, we saw Sam Walker had his issues. Mm-hmm. Um, got dropped for a uh, stint. You got to back him, do you? He's he's probably the best X Factor half, young half in the game. Yeah. I think he, like you're saying with Ilias, um, maybe to drop him back for a little bit and gain his confidence. He seems like a real confidence player. I suppose like his um, dad and his uncles, mm. um, when he's confident, he's a different player. It was funny last year. Remember before the season end, um, what's his name? Cheese, Hectic Cheese came out and said, Brandon Smith said that they probably had the best roster in the game. Uh, their roster's probably only improved since last year. So the Roosters, with that roster, they're a top four side. 
Um, and like we're saying with a lot of teams, I think if they don't make the top four, like blokes like Teddy are nearly going to get a tap on the shoulder. Um, I, I do think it was unfair, um, the amount of noise around him last year. But, yeah, if they don't have a good year this year, he's the captain. He'll be in the firing line. My only concern is depth, especially in the backs. Um, they've lost Corey Allen. They've lost Paul Momorowski. They've lost Drew Hutchison, who was forced to play a bit of centre last year. They've lost Jackson Paulo. If they get a couple of injuries, if uh, Suwale'i goes down or uh, Billy Smith, who's had a lot of injuries um, in the past, if they lose one of them, the, the depth isn't there this year. I, I um, think they'll be right, mate. They'll get to mid-season signing. They, oh, mate, the brown paper bag will come yeah. out. They'll be fine. I will uh, actually no, uh, make a note Signed young, I'm going to get his name wrong. Mark Nawaka Tanantasi yeah. from uh, the War uh, Waratahs, Waratahs, Waratahs for 2025. That'd be very interesting to see how he goes in the NRL. All right, Pess, let's throw it back to you to talk about the Mighty Knights. The Mighty Knights. So obviously they they performed quite well last year. They um, went on that massive run, massive like ten in a row. Around yeah, they came end up in fifth place. Obviously, a lot of that was on the back of your main man, Caelan Ponga. Um, he, Dalian Medalist, he was simply outstanding. That was that was Jared Hayne-esque from it 2009, do you reckon? It was. Um, so a lot of their season is going to be in regards to him. He's obviously had his concussion issues in the past. Um it was so good to just put in, see him put some games together on yep. the field um, and his form got better and better and can better. We, can we throw the 5-8 experiment out for good now? Is it done? As in with Ponga? Yeah. Well, at least for the next next few years. Like he, he was so much better when he went back to fullback. Another thing you got to just think about is, is around origin time. Um, he obviously said no to Origin last year to focus on the Knights after injury issues. Is he going to do that again? Is he even going to get selected? Because Reese Walsh has obviously played awesome. You know, Broncos made the grand final. Queensland won last year. They might look at Ponga at that 14 jersey, but then you also got Ben Hunt and... Um, even Brimson, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, look... Knights, as far as signings go, uh, they got Kai Pierce Paul from Wigan Warriors. There was a bit of noise around him. Is he back rower? I think. Yeah, so they think he might take um, Lachlan Fitzgibbon's spot on the edge. Yep, yep. Will Price, Jack Cogger, isn't that a great signing? They must have got him before the grand final, surely. They did. Yeah. They did. He, he is an ex Newcastle boy. Yeah, I wonder if he regrets regrets it. Because if I'm him... With Luai now. With, yeah, with Luai. And they look so good. When Cogger seemed to take that seven role in the in the GF and then Cleary sort of was doing the Luai running, like second receiver. Um, so he's going to put pressure on... Who's the sixth, the angry man? Tyson Gamble. Tyson Gamble. And he had a great 2020, 2023. Yeah, but I, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I love I love his passion. I love everything, but it's oh, it's the same as anything. He's going to have to keep performing. I don't think he's got a mortgage on that six spot. No, no, and that's that's the thing. Probably the weakness for the Knights is they haven't got that superstar six seven. Yeah, even Jackson Hastings, who had a, again had a great twenty twenty three. He's mm. not their superstar. Their superstar is the one, isn't it? Yeah, and the, the one loss. I actually think Dominic Young will be a huge loss. There was a lot of a lot of games early on um, where Ponga sort of drifted wide, hit Dom Young, and he'd run about 70, 80 metres. He scored 25 tries last year. Mm. I, I don't I don't see anyone replacing that 25 as in one play in particular. I think it's going to have to be a group effort. Um, but, yeah, he was simply outstanding. He's going to be a huge loss. Um, for the Knights. I actually think they'll stay in the top eight. I think they're on the up. Uh, obviously, Ponga pending. I think it all it all is, if, if he goes down, 
you're you're in a lot of lot of stuff. I don't want to spend too much time on the nights, but it, it is funny that after about round ten, that people were calling for Adam O'Brien's head. Yeah, um, I think they had a bad loss to uh, maybe the Bulldogs, mm. and uh, people were calling for his head. And then, mate, if I'm O'Brien, every night I'm giving Pongo a massage. I'm cooking for him. I'm cleaning for him. I'm doing anything to keep that big boy happy because he's he's got a lot to do with me keeping a job. You know who who ended up being a really good signing for them last year was Adam Elliott. He just added a bit of experience, a bit of grunt into that forward pack. Yeah, yeah. He's got a bit of mongrel. He's happy off the field, so that's good to see. Uh, Bob, you have got the storm. Yeah, the storm have been pretty quiet. Um, Tariq Sims, Jaden Nikarima and George Jennings are all off. And then, obviously, we've had that recent swap deal um, with Justin Olam going to the Tigers and the Storm getting Sean Bloor. I can't wait to see um, how he goes under Bellamy, uh, Sean Bloor. He's, he's a raw kid. He's got he's a Melbourne, He's a Melbourne signing, isn't he? Like, the typical Melbourne signing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got that raw, natural ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and all he needs is that kind of Craig Bellamy hardness and discipline and he could be someone who's we're talking about in rep footy within 12 months i think oh yeah um yeah storm they, they're going to be up there again it doesn't matter who they lose they're always up there they well, might start a bit slow but underrated last year but third they actually finished third and there was a bit of just like they sort of snuck under the radar i wouldn't say disrespect but they snuck under the radar so do you think they'll be top four again i do i do i i i I just can't not put them in there. Mm. Um, they've been so consistent until Bellamy retires. Again, he said this might be his last year. I think this is his fourth year in a row where he said that. Yep. Um, but until he goes, I'm picking them top four every day of the week. Um, Pest, tell us about the Warriors. Well, there's been a bit of noise about the Warriors this offseason. They obviously got within one game of the grand final last year. Um, and if anything, their roster's gotten stronger. They've signed RTS, Tuivasa Shek. Um, Is he going to play centre? I think so. I think so. There was an interesting interview where they said, oh, where, where are you going to play? And he said, oh, we have to ask the coaches. And obviously the coach had said earlier in the preseason, well, he's going to play centre. So I, I reckon he still wouldn't mind playing fullback, but I think he'll play centre. Um, you got Chanel Harris Tavitas come back from his little holiday. Um, he decided to give up league for a year. He's now worked out that it's a pretty good career to have. And they got Kurt Catewell from um, from the Broncos. That's a great signing. Yeah, I think it's a good sign. He's come from successful successful team. Um, I saw a couple. I think it was Brett Reed. I saw a couple of Daily Telegraph articles. And they actually had the Warriors out of the eight. And the Warrior fans were blowing up. The disrespect, they said. Um, the, uh, Sean Johnson's obviously going to be hugely important if he can stay in the field. Also, young six, Metcalf. He, when he was on the field last year, he played some really good football. Um, that running 5-8, similar to Luai, but obviously a fair bit quicker. Mm. Um, he added that X factor. So, mate, if you have a look at that back line with Johnson, you got RTS, you got Metcalf, um, they they have got a great back. Tennis Lesniak on the wings, huge for them as well. Yeah, so many meters. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So, and obviously Nickel Clockstead, we we didn't even mention him. He's he's the reason why they're saying RTS at center because. He was dropped to Reggie's at the Raiders mm. and um, he was sort of forgotten. They put Xavier Savage there. He came back to the Warriors and just reignited his career. He he was outstanding. He was. So he, yeah, it, I, I think they'll be top eight again. I'm sort of looking at sort of fifth, fifth, sixth. Um, but yeah. All and right. Another team that's really stacked in that back row. Um, so you, you got like Murata Neokore, Kurt Catewell coming across, obviously. Um, they've let Josh Curran go, but Jackson Ford had a fantastic year as well. So I, I, I can't see the, the Warriors missing the eight. I don't no. know what Reedy's smoking, but... Yeah, I want some. Um, all right, let's go to grand finalists last year. Um, very unlucky, I thought. They would have thought they nearly had it. The Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, so obviously a few losses for the Broncos we talked about before. Herbie Farnworth, um, I think 
overtook Stags as Broncos Premier Centre last year. Um, mm. He was he was just outstanding all year. Uh, Tom Flegler had a massive year, ended up in a maroon jersey. Kurt Capewell, who we said has just been so consistent, um, both at the Sharks and the Broncos, off to the Warriors. And Keenan Palacia going down to the Titans. Um, they've replaced him with Fletcher Baker um, coming up from the Roosters. So he's expecting some more minutes. And Jaden Hunt from the Dragons. Um, so they, they're kind of relying on um, their depth mm-hmm. um, to fill those positions. And, yeah, that, it- they've got some pretty good depth within the club. Um, I, I think they've got to be up there again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I feel like they kind of, I want to say they overachieved. It sounds funny because they started so well. Mm. Um, We're all kind of just waiting for them to drop off in 2023, Mm. Um, especially after Origin. It it didn't happen. Mate, if Cleary Cleary wasn't seven for Panthers, they had that grand final. They they were... Oh, well, they had it for 60 minutes, didn't they? Yeah, it looked home and hose there. So... Yeah, I, you'd have to think top four. You know what we haven't talked about, though, is they're another team going to Vegas. Just how much uh, Vegas is going to have an impact. I know they're playing the round a week earlier than everyone else, and then they're coming back, everyone else is playing around. So they get two weeks off between the game to obviously help climb ties back to Australia and that. It is... <laughs> I don't think a Craig Bellamy would want to go to Las Vegas for round one. Let's put it that way. Do you think that'll be a play an impact on them at all? I think it will because it, it hasn't been done before. Um, but I think they're talking about all these curfews and uh, the players are not going to be able to go. They're talking about, I can't remember which teams, but I think three of the teams aren't even going to Vegas until a couple of days before their game, which I think is ridiculous. These are grown men, mm. uh, part of getting over there and enjoying it is to, you know, go to Vegas. Like let the boys play. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember who it was. I think Manly are talking about they're gonna go the week before in to Vegas and let the boys have a night out in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what which, could go wrong? Yeah. Well <laughs> plenty of time to pay the bond before the actual game. But yeah, I look I think it's great for the game. How many, um, how many hangover movies has there been? There might be another one there. There might this. be, there might be. Um yeah, so I think the Broncos, it really comes down to um, Adam Reynolds. We've already seen, you know, we're into preseason and he's already hurt his ankle. Um, it off, yeah. If he goes down, uh, what do they shift? Billy Walters in the seven jersey. Um, they haven't really, like they were uh, really blessed last year that they got through the whole season without an injury in the halves. So. What's Reynolds? He must be 33, Yeah, Yeah, and he's obviously had his back issues and he's... Yeah, he, he, there was games last year where you could tell he was sort of uh, put together with tape. Um, but, you know, he just needs to try and play in that dinner suit. You know, they're trying to protect the halves nowadays. So, yeah, just focus on that kicking game. You don't need him to run. Not when you've got Reese Walsh and Ezra, Ezra Mam and all those players. Yeah. All right. Our last team. Uh, Pess, tell us about are the Panthers going to go four in a row? Look. Well, we haven't got to who I think it'd be premiers, but they obviously, they've showed us time and time again. They're a bit like the old Melbourne Storm. It doesn't seem who they lose. They seem to be able to, you know, put the pieces in there. It helps when you have the best halfback in the game, obviously. Um, But they they have signed, I was actually upset about this. They signed Dane Laurie from the Tigers. He's a smoky to take Blue Eyes spot next year for Panthers. I thought when Absolutely. he when he played five eight for the Tigers, he was nearly our best player every week. He's 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 a great defender for for his size. Um, great running threat, got all the skills, chip and chase. I just love he's got a bit of mongrel in him, bit of X Factor. Um, they signed Paul Alamotti, who's an interesting signing from the doggies. He sort of he came onto the scene you know, with a fair few raps. He's only young, and then he sort of fell away. I think he's an underrated signing, especially under Cleary. He could take that spot off Crichton. He'd it, be a yeah. very solid. Well, it's, it's hard to play good in a team that loses every week, and it's easy to get your confidence down. He's, he probably wasn't getting the ball in the positions he probably wanted the ball. 
Um, so he's a great signing. They've obviously lost Crichton, Bulldogs, huge loss. Spencer Lenu is obviously another big loss. He was great impact off the bench. Funny thing is he didn't actually play that many minutes. When I sort of did a bit of research, he sort of only played about 20, 20 to 30 minutes at most, most games. But he did add that um, impact off the bench. Jamin Salmon lost the doggies, lost Jack Cogger. Um, obviously, we talked about Zach Hosking earlier. Uh, so, yeah, I think they, they're they going to be more motivated than ever. It's Luai's last year. Um, they really haven't, besides the Crichton, who was a starter, and Spencer Lane, who came off the bench, they've pretty much got the same size last year. So, look, I, I wouldn't be betting against them. I, I learned that from last year. I was sort of predicting their downfall, um, and it didn't happen. So... I'm backing them in this year. All right. All right. Welcome back to NRL Chat Podcast, episode one. Uh, We've just been through all the teams and how we think they're going to fare in 2024. Now we're going to go through our picks. Uh, So we're going to start off um, with who we think is going to get the spoon. Um, So I'm going to throw to you first, Pest. Um, who's going to come away with some cutlery in 2024? All right. I'm, I'm going go big or go home here. Obviously, the easy, everyone's going to say dragons, tigers, dogs. I'm going to throw a smoky here. I reckon Raiders. Oof. I reckon wine's gone. Um, I don't, no real big signings. Yeah, I, I, for some reason, something's telling me Raiders. Like, I can't, I, I, I has he, has Ricky Short ever coached a wooden spoon team? Maybe at the Eels, I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm thinking Raiders. I, uh, something's telling me Raiders. So yeah, what about you? Who do you think your spoon will be? Raiders. Yeah. They're not going to be loving you in the nation's capital. Right. What can I say? Give me the Viking clap. I think they're going wooden spoon. What are they paying for wooden spoon? Do, do the study. Canberra Raiders, $7.50. For spoon? For the spoon. All right, that's not as good as my best bet later. But see, that's not too bad. Put 20 on it. As always, bet responsibly. Um, any betting companies Don't guess up, I'll be giving you a Viking clap, right? Here Look, I'm, I'm going more mainstream. I'm going the Dragons. Um, Shock. I, I I just, I don't see them improving that much. Um, not with Kyle Flanagan? No. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, their, their, their biggest hope is Shane. If Shane Flanagan can kind of turn them around, get a bit of team spirit going, that's their only hope. I, I, I mean, I see the Tigers are trying things. I think Benji's going to have a bit of passion. He's going to connect with those players. Mm. I see those Tigers pushing up a little bit. But, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry, Dragons fans. I think it's a long year ahead. Mm. Um, let's go with Premiers. Um, this might be a bit boring. Who's your pick for a Premier's Pest? I learned my lesson last year. I alluded to it before. Last year, I actually tipped the Roosters, and that didn't end too well for me. Um, so this year, I'm going, I'm sticking true. I'm sticking with the Panthers. I think they'll four-peat. I think the only way that they won't is if Cleary gets injured. I think they'd be able to handle anything else. Look, Luai went off. You know, Luai wasn't at his best. They handled that with Cogger. Um, I don't think – I think they've lost more players in the past than they have this off-season. So uh, take a brave man to to back someone else. But can I say, the if anyone's going to do it, it's the Broncos. They're a young, fit, fast team. They they nearly had the grand final last year. Um, they're, them and the Roosters are my – the only two who could sort of give them a go. What What about yourself? Who are you picking, mate? I don't. Oh, I hate to agree with you. I don't. I never like agreeing with you, but I I have to hear. I just think uh, while the gap has closed between the Panthers and the rest of the comp, um, who they've lost this year doesn't compare to like last year when they lost Coruscant and, and Kickout. Um, and I think that they've been really smart about who they've gone and, and they've bought. So they've, they've lost Crichton. They've gone out and they've got um, Alamotti who can slot straight into that centre position. They've lost Cogger. So they've gone out and they've grabbed, 
um, Brad Schneider um, from England uh, to cover that reserve half during origin or if an injury pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Jamin Salmon going, they've got Dane Laurie, who they can then slot in as that back utility that um, Tyrone Peachy was last year, meaning Peachy can go back to the back row if needed off the bench. Um, I just think that they're covering all their bases. They're going to be the team to beat. I can't go past them. The thing with Laurie too, they got him cheap. They got him when he was actually playing reserve grade. They got him, I think he's only on one year there, and they got him very cheap. Um, and then he came back and played for the Tigers at, at six and killed it, and we're all going, sign him up, sign him up. Um, anyway, so, yeah, no, I agree. Great signing. Sorry, fans, very boring from us. Um, all right, we're going to have a look at the breakout player of the year. So 2023, we saw some fantastic um, breakouts. Uh, you mentioned Dom Young from the Knights, who had a fantastic year. Preston. And- Jacob Preston from Jacob the Doggies. Preston from the Doggies had a yeah. great year. But I do think the best player, uh, best breakout player for 2023 was Jareen Buller um, from your Tigers. Fantastic season. Who do you see being this year's uh, Jareen Buller? Well, you talked to me earlier in the week about this, and I was like, oh, I was wrapping my brain. I actually heard from a Doggies fan. I, I listened to the podcast. Last year, Gus Gould, had he marked Jacob Preston and no one really heard from him. Obviously, everyone's talking about the doggies and their middle forwards. There's a young bloke who played five games last year called Semi Hughes. Anyway, apparently the rumour goes that he is the fittest player at the Bulldogs in the whole 30-man squad. He's a middle forward. He, he mainly played second row, but the rumour was that he's, he's going to move into the front row. He's at 113 kilos. Apparently, he was the fittest at the Bulldogs, and Gus has earmarked him to have a breakout year. So anyone who plays super coach, I am going to be putting him in my team. So have a think about it. What about you, Bog? Who is your breakout player of the year? Look, I've... I've earmarked two because I think that one's half broken out already, and that that's Sue Far Longo from Melbourne Storm. Um, he had one game at the end of the season and then um, played a bit of the finals. Yeah, and looked fantastic. Uh, he's already putting pressure on Ryan Pappenhausen uh, for that number one jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they look at Far Longo starting and Pappy on the bench or the other way around. Um, but he's definitely one that I'm keeping an eye on for 2024. He's a little bit expensive for super coach, mm-hmm. uh, but he's definitely a player that could have a huge year. The uh, the one that I really think could have a massive year is the young 5'8 from Manly who's gone down to Canberra as KO Weeks. Oh, yeah. If he gets that number six jersey, he's got speed, he's got the passing game, um, he, he could really step up. And if the Raiders have a good year, I think it's going to be because KO Weeks has had a good season. Um, so he's my one to keep an eye on. Yeah, nice. All right. Uh, we're coming down. Almost done for our first episode. Now we've got our best bet. This is our, looking forward to the NRL futures. Um, so, Pest, what is your best bet for the 2024 season? All right. As always, bet responsibly. I'm looking at sports bets odds. I've just put $20 on this. I'm picking Dominic Young at $13 to be the top try scorer in 2024. I said that right. $13. $13. Look at it. Look, last year, 25 tries. He's going to arguably, well, they didn't finish higher than the Knights, but probably a better roster. Um, Sorry. And, um, I, yeah, I think that I surely, like I, I can only see, I can only see good things. I was I, when I saw that, I I'm, was yeah blown away. I am shocked that it's thirteen dollars. Do you want to hear the others? You got Johnston at seven, his favourite. Yep. And then you got uh, Watoni Zelzinak at eight dollars. And then Young is equal with Mako Marco Silva Sivo. How do I say that? Mike Sivo. <laughs> that one. He's on the third line of the betting Jeez. at thirteen dollars. Sorry, Eels fans. I've given them a rough go. Mate, that is that's. Good value. That's a good bet, I think, at $13. Yep. Talk to me. What's your best bet? Mate, I thought mine was good odds, and then I've heard yours, and I've been blown out of water. Um, so I'm going the same kind of strategy. I'm looking at the top point scorer market, and I'm thinking 
that that left edge of Manly is going to be pretty dangerous. If I've got Joshy Schuster running at an edge, getting a bit of space, getting an arm free, um, the winger on that side is going to score a few tries and he just so happens to kick goals as well. So I'm tipping Ruben Garrick to be the top point scorer of 2024 and he's paying $6.50 on Sportsbet. Um, as the pest said, make sure you gamble responsibly, um, but the more you put on, the more you win. Perfect. Sounds good. We're nearly done, are we? Where are we up to? Mate, I think that'll do us for our first episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, we'll be back soon with another episode if we're successful with this. Yeah, make sure you would love to hear your your thoughts. Um, obviously, looking for any sponsors. So if you've got any money, um, make sure you forward it this way and get in touch with us on Facebook. Um, but, yeah, if you listened all this way, uh, commiserations, but also thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Yeah.